0: And I think one of the downsides of the ubiquity of mindfulness and its images is we have images like this, where mindfulness is somehow associated with breathing deeply, sitting on a cliff in Hawaii, looking blissed out. And I think this really does a disservice to what the power of mindfulness is, particularly in times that feel like they're provoking and stirring emotions that are anything but blissful. Right? So there's this idea of mindfulness and meditation that, this, that, that somehow it, we should be, it's this Buddha nature and we should have an empty mind. And if we sit and we do mindfulness that I, I can't do it right, My, I'm too busy, I'm having too many worries. But in fact, that's really just the, the, some inherited notion of what meditation or mindfulness should look like. In actuality, this is what most meditation practice practitioners will tell you that they experience. It looks like the trading pit of a commodity floor where there's multiple voices in our mind all screaming at each other. That is actually what is to be expected. Well, the question is, well, why would anyone, why would anyone do that? Because something emerges in our awareness when we really practice mindfulness. And this is a quote from John Kabat-Zinn, who's probably done as much to promote the application of mindfulness in certainly in the medical community over the last uh, generation as anyone. And mindfulness is the awareness that arises through paying attention in a particular way, on purpose, in the present moment, non-judgmentally. Mindful awareness of the present moment is the antidote to the undistinguished, the water of cognitive fusion. When we are fretting about what was and what shall be and essentially living in a past or living in a future, we miss the present moment. Even if the circumstances of the present moment are less than what we would want, we then spare ourselves suffering that which has already happened or suffering that which has yet come to pass.